We'll start preparation today for the Raiders. All right, we brought the guys in today. We gave them a day off yesterday in terms of, you know, football-wise, got their body work done, got their bodies back. We'll ease them a little bit today, come off the short week with the Monday night game. We'll get rolling today with kind of a double-session walkthrough. We've done this a few times, so in terms of the schedule on a short week, isn't too drastically different for us. Tomorrow we'll be back out there practicing with some tempo, and a Friday, a normal Friday for us, we'll be building a Saturday and a Sunday for the game day. And you know, talking about this team, this is very well balanced, very well coached, very explosive team. They've got a lot of weapons on offense. They got some playmakers on defense to really get after you in the pass game, can play very advantageous in coverage, and they're very well coached. They got a very good special teams core. I'd say, you know, since Richie's taken over, Richie's the guy I've known for some time now, he's done a terrific job. He's very situationally aware. He's very fundamentally sound in terms of how he coaches. He believes in a good, balanced offensive attack, good complementary football. That's showing up in a couple games he's been in charge. I think there's good carryover, obviously, from what John was doing systematically in terms of who they are as a team. One thing that jumps out offensively in terms of how they're playing is they're really using the backs and the tight ends as weapons. They're being very committed to being very balanced and taking the profit. They have shots down the field. Obviously, they want top teams and shot plays and down the field explosive plays. But that really comes as a result from how they can run the ball consistently and take the gimme pass plays consistently and make you really defend everything on the field. Defensively, it really starts with their front. You know, it's tied through the system. Gus has, Marinelli is defensive line coach. Been one of the top guys in the league for a long time. His defensive fronts always had that penetrating mindset to get after you. They're very disruptive. They can mix in some blitzes and some pressures. But ultimately, really, it's a front four that gets after you and puts a pressure on it, allows them to play very sound in coverage with seven back deep for the most part of it. In special teams, you got to be ready for the multiples of Richie. A lot of movement and twists. He's always going to have some kind of gimmick or game plan up. We got to be very aware of the situation in terms of how he's going to call this. You know, and this game is going to be a very fought or hard fought game for 60 minutes. It's the way this team's going to come on in. It's the way we're going to have to go ahead and approach this week and be ready for 60 minutes. That being said, I'll open up any questions you have. Is this a reminder of the vigilance that you have to show dealing in this COVID world? Yeah, I think absolutely. And as a team, we've done a really good job of the guys following the protocols and stay committed to it. I think the thing that's really showing up a lot more this year than last year is obviously with being vaccinated, with the protocols being what they are, which are obviously a lot more relaxed than last year. You've still got to be very vigilant in terms of you know what you're doing outside the building. And a lot of times it comes to you, you know, look, Burton Burns tested positive. The first thing he said to me is he's apologetic. He doesn't go anywhere. I mean, Burton goes from his apartment to here. He gets on a team plane. He goes to the hotel. He doesn't leave when he gets to the hotel. So he's only been places with the team. As I told Burton, I said, the one thing about this whole deal is you don't have to go somewhere to get it. It can come to you. You never know where it goes through. So we just got to do a good job of, you know, just staying up on symptoms, reporting symptoms. We do our testing as the league, you know, mandates, and just making sure we communicate with the uh, trainers and we stay in compliance with all the protocols. Joe, so we were told there were some other tests. Are we, I'm sorry. Uh, we were told there were some other positive tests. Are, are, I know you have to say who, but are there right. players involved? Are you waiting for? Yeah, there are. So just kind of give you guys a heads up. Actually, yesterday we ended up having, I think it was 13 total positives. However, of the 13, only one Burton Burns remained positive after the retest. So there's been some players involved until we know all the information based on the retests and everything's going to happen more overnight. We don't have any definite answers for you. Uh, we've been in masks all day. We've been spaced out. That's really our norm here as far as the spacing. The masks are new to everybody back in the building for this year, except for the unvaccinated players. And we'll be on the field, you know, later today. I'm sorry, so so far only uh, Burton has tested positive, or everybody's. I mean, only so far Burton's the only one who's been confirmed on a secondary test as positive. And the others are being retested now. Is that a large number of our players? Yes, the others who tested positive are being retested. There's a large our entire building right now is getting tested, players and coaches. So, if you're vaccinated, you test once a week. We all that we all tested yesterday, coming back from the game. So there's a large number of us who are testing today for the first time, which will be our first time doing multiples within the same week. The unvaccinated players test every day. A few of them had to test for a second time today. 
and the players who have tested positive are also going to go ahead and make sure that they're retested. So anyone who's tested positive is away from the team until they pass, you know, multiple, you know, negative tests right there, then they can come back in with us. Just to be fair, you said 13 total positives. That was from yesterday. It doesn't include yesterday. So there was 13 total positives. After the retest, there was only one that was confirmed as being a positive after the multiple other tests. Okay, so so Burton's, all 13 have been retested. All yes. 13 were retested yesterday. Burton remains out of the building. Uh, he's been in communication with our trainers, with the league. Uh, him and his wife are, you know, in their condo right now. Obviously, you know, we're checking on him, make sure his health's good, uh, make sure he's okay right there. So, so the lab glitch or like how? I, I can't answer positive, that. So I can't answer that. No. Thirteen on the retest tested negative. Correct. correct. Of the thirteen. Of the yeah, thirteen. 13 yeah. right. okay. I believe the number is thirteen right there. Yeah. Is Burton feeling a lot all right? I don't want to speak for Burton. We've talked to him today. Um, you know, look, he, he's in the meetings through Zoom. He's, he's active. He's involved with the players. Obviously, we'll keep tabs on him with Burton and his wife, Connie. Does this affect your players for Sunday? I mean, any close contact? Anybody you know is... That's all still to be determined. So they're going through all the steps, which takes about a day of going through with the trainers and the close contacts and the tracers and all that stuff. So in terms of any answers as far as Sunday or even something that would lead into tomorrow's practice, we don't have any definite answers except for really Burton right now would be the only one. What does that do to your running back room? Do those guys, I mean, do they have, they have to go under any different, I don't know what the protocol well, Jody is Wright's exactly been working for with them. the entire season, so Jody will remain with them. Freddie Kitchen is also going to float and be more involved in that room. This time of year you meet a lot as a unit anyway. So they'll be fine. We've got the adjustments already in-house. We always plan for having, make sure a contingency plan for any position, unit, play calling, whatever it may be. So we're just going to go ahead with what we've already established. So Freddie and Jody will be in there with the running backs. As long as those guys in that room test negative, they're, they're cleared, they're good to go and Correct. And everything. Correct. Based more on a test, yes. Joe, in light of the Henry Ruggs situation, how much time do you guys spend in summer talking to your players about a safe ride program? And is that something you brought up again? with them this week? We do talk to our players about the decisions off the field. We talk to them about a lot of different things in that regard in terms specifically to that situation. Uh, look, our prayers are for everybody involved. I'm not going to comment directly on that situation, uh, on any ongoing legal investigation. I'm not going to go through that. In terms of educating our players, uh, we do do that all the time. Any update on uh, Sterling and how long he might be out? Nothing definite yet. We're going to talk to doctors today and see what that looks right there. You know, He'll be more at the trainers today than with us on the field. Saquon and Kenny doing, and are they? Are you, do you view them as close at the beginning, entering this week? I don't know how I could define close per se. That's closer than we were like last week. I would definitely not rule either one out right now. I would not rule either one out right now. Both guys have made a lot of progress. You know, both guys are pushing to get out there and play with us. You know, we have to rely on a lot of the feedback from the medical department. Uh, but I know both guys last year are making a strong case and a strong push. I know they're both very anxious to get back out there at the team. So. You know, we're going to give an opportunity to go out there and move around and see what we can do with the team as we go through. Today's a walkthrough day, so they'll be solely with the trainers today to kind of see physically where they're at. Just to be clear, any players not going to be out there today for COVID reasons? There will be several players not out there. You guys will see. Uh, based on these tests, they may trigger someone else. Again, all these players that will be involved are all going to be part of a retest process, just like the guys last yesterday who were retested and cleared to come back in. So nothing will be definite off of this round of tests. They have to retest again tomorrow? They have not defined that for us yet. Joe, when you looked at um, Daniel and how he played last week, you know, um, um, the early interception was obviously damaging. How do you think he kind of weathered that, and was it disturbing that he did that so early in the game? I thought the team responded the right way throughout the game. There's some things we got to do and clean up, but I thought Daniel, I thought the entire offense kept, you know, moving the ball and making progress throughout the game. 
We got better as the game went on offensively, extended some drives, putting some things together, taking advantage of some good field position at certain times, the turnover the defense gave us. We were able to go down there and finish on that drive right there. You know, I like the way Daniels responded to everything that's happened to him throughout his career. He's really improved as a player. He's built himself as a leader. The guys respond to him because of how he works. We talk to our players all the time, guys, we're going to coach you to be your best and be perfect. At the same time, I also understand as a coach, it's never going to be absolutely perfect, but that's our job is to get you as close to it as possible. You know, their jobs go out there and execute and be coachable players, and that's what he is. Very coachable player, goes out there and does his best to execute every time. Uh, uh, Joe, quarterbacks get, and, and head coaches get records attached to their name, you know what I mean? What he is as a starter, things like that. Do you think this losing is, do you see any signs that it's wearing on Daniel at all? The only record we're, contr- we're concerned about is this week on one, though. That's our focus. COVID as you go forward this week in an important game. Yeah, we're going to have to draw on our experience we gained last year, and obviously there's a number of things that came up last year. We've already started talking this morning in terms of if we have to alter our practices or our meeting plans for the remainder of the week. We'll see how this comes out and what the league is the feedback-wise. We've already started talking about the contingency plans of, you know, based on do we have to meet virtually? Are we going to be limited on how many times we're going to be allowed on the field or together leading into Sunday? You know, what's going to happen in different position groups if we lose certain players. So we've already started talking about that as a coaching staff. We started that yesterday when the first round of tests came out. So that immediately kind of puts you back in that mode of you've got all your plans kind of in a vault. You know, we haven't really had to pull them out yet to this point in the season. But here we are and we got to be ready for this. I don't think we've asked you this since the, the roster's changed a lot since then. Do you have many unvaccinated players? Are you close to 100% here? Uh, we don't have many. We do not have many. And I'd say this, the guys who are not vaccinated, have done everything right we can ask them to. And we define it early in the whole process. I've been very clear with all the guys. I'll support your decision, whatever it is. Just we all have protocols. We all have things we have to follow. If you choose not to be vaccinated, I'm 100% you know, supporting it, but you got to do everything it takes. And those guys have done everything we've asked them to. They've been the entire way on through. They've done everything we've asked them to. So we have no reason to go ahead and you know, think anything different of our players. Two, two more. So the, guy, the guys who we won't see out there on the field today, I assume a good portion of them are the unvaccinated guys because they have to go right into quarantine. The rest... The unvaccinated guys do not have to go right into quarantine. It's only if there's some kind of a close contact or, or there's a reason through a test to trigger them. So simply being unvaccinated does not pull them off the field today. That being said, you know, coming off a short week, obviously this is only a couple of days after, it's like a Tuesday and any other week, there's going to be a number of guys who may not be out there either because of COVID-related issues or maybe bumps and bruises from the game, something that we have to go ahead and address as we get going. So there's going to be a mix of guys out there. You know, we're going to try and get as many guys out there. We have two sessions. So a lot of times someone may be more involved with the afternoon session than the morning session based on either their role in the game or what we're trying to do with them physically that day. So there's going to be guys you're not going to see out here who will be out here in the afternoon with us doing basically the same thing over. That may not be related to this testing. Correct. Yes, correct. Joe, it seems last one. In society at large, we're at a stage in the pandemic where news of positive tests would come as a bit of a surprise as opposed to last year. Did this knock you back, this news? Or, or how surprised were you that this happened? I think when we saw some of the other teams go through it earlier in the year, you start prepping yourself mentally for what would happen. I think as a league, we watched the Saints situation, you know, as they lost a number of coaches on their staff, and some other teams have dealt with some, you know, positives. I think the biggest thing early in this process, early in the year, was when it was the vaccinated players or coaches that were triggering the positives. That's the first thing I think that just for everybody was the initial image is, well, I'm vaccinated, I can't get it. The education of it is, no, you can get it. It just reduces the symptoms, chance of getting sick and all the things behind it. So for us, it was, we just have to remain that there's protocols you have to follow. You still have to be careful outside this building. We have to understand that different than last year, there's a lot more life going on. 
You know, we talked about last year, the guys leave the building. There weren't a lot of options. There weren't restaurants or there weren't different things open. This year you walk out, no one's wearing more. Masks are limited, I'd say, publicly. You know, things are much more wide open. Guys are going about life. Uh, I would say we don't have guys breaking protocols or anything illegal or wrong, but something as simple as going out and eating dinner with your teammates. Last year, that was obviously an issue throughout the entire league. That was something we had to watch internally and talk to some of our players about when things happen. This year, it's that's wide open. If you're vaccinated, you're allowed to do that. Now, the unvaccinated players, they understand what they are and aren't restricted to do. And they have to follow those protocols inside and outside the building.